What up, what up, what up, Mahanyaks? Welcome back to the Rambling Viking Podcast, coming at you on this Friday, this rainy, rainy Friday. For the first time in my life, the rain was so heavy it woke me up. Now, there's a caveat. I think it was around, I don't know because I didn't check the time, I think it was around like 4.30, and I sometimes start to rouse and wake up at 4.30, sometimes just to go pee, sometimes it's like my body wakes up and I'm like, Oh, is it time to get up? And I look and I say, no, it's not. I go back to sleepies. But it was a heavy, heavy rain. So, and, but it was soothing. I love, I love the sound of a good rain. Love it. You know, unless I'm like in a car trying to drive down the highway and there's super heavy rain. It's like, yeah, I don't need this right now. But if I'm just sitting at home, like I was watching some basketball games and the rain picked up and I just turned it down and muted it and was like, ooh, soaking it up. Soak in it up. Well, on the note, that's mostly what we're going to talk about today is basketball. And on that note, I, I realize I, I can't be neglectful of our original tournament challenge from way back when and uh, check in on that, even though a lot of it is probably more or less set in stone. So we'll start there and then we'll look at our second chance brackets. So some good and some bad. So looking at the original brackets, we might be locked in. We might be locked in. So we've, we've still only got one, two, three, four, five of the 15 who have, whose champions are still in it. So awkwardly, one of those is FAU. Sorry, and that's Noah's Ark. That's the mascot-based one. But the top three remain the same. It's still color-based one with present the colors. I don't know how. And then uh, work hard, play hard. Then we got Go Cats and R.W. Gosen. And then it's mine. Tied with White Lightning. <laughs> and, and, well, and then behind that is the other White Lightning. So it's pretty interesting. But... Yeah, so far, my one where I was trying is doing the best. My upset one is just a couple spots back at number eight, right ahead of Noah's Ark. And then the ride the coin flip bracket is way down at the bottom with Rachel's underdogs and with um, White Lightning's coin flip, Alex's coin flip, where Kennesaw State won it all. So the coin flip so far has been a cruel, cruel mistress and has been good to no one. So I uh, don't recommend doing the coin flip. Well, okay, do the coin flip, but it's like if it comes up whack, like where all number four, number one seeds lost in the first round, that's obviously most likely not going to happen. We have only had two number ones lose to 16 seeds in the entire history, and that's been in the last five years. So maybe it could be more frequent, but you still don't really. That's not, that's not the upset you want to bet on, typically. Unless there's some fluke with some number one, right? Like Purdue, maybe they weren't as good as we thought we were or something like that. You know, they just have one tall guy and that's all you really got to deal with. So there's that, right? Um, you know, we'll, we'll go peek at mine and see uh, what picks I did get right. Uh, you know what I did get right? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, so I got the Alabama-San Diego State, amazingly. Um, I got Houston going to Sweet 16. I had picked Miami, though. Or I picked Indiana. Miami's there. Uh, I got Xavier, but I, but I didn't pick Texas. And I got the Creighton pick. Definitely didn't get Princeton, along with no one else. Uh, didn't, get, didn't get FAU or Tennessee. 
I got K-State. I, they're about the only ones I got right. And I got UCLA, but then I picked TCU over them before TCU laid a giant egg and let us all down. So, um, and I definitely didn't get UConn. Holy crap, though. So I took the wrong approach to UConn. I said, I, sh- I should have looked and saw, they beat Iona 87-63. to 63. Then they cruise past St. Mary's, 70-55. to 55. Okay, first round, I'll give you Iona, even though Rick Pitino's the coach there. So they're a fairly good team, and people were looking at Iona to make some noise. Destroyed them. Then they destroyed St. Mary's. And it's like, all right, St. Mary's, they are number five C, but it's still St. Mary's, so maybe they're not incredible. No, they beat them by 15, soundly. And I'm like, all right. And then I go into Arkansas, I'm like, I think Arkansas can hang. They just, beat, they just upset Kansas. Um, now, Arkansas... They had a tough game in Illinois. They had a really hard game in in Kansas. And so, stands to reason, yeah, okay, hard games prove you. They also wear you out. And UConn is fresh. And they are in some kind of groove. That, because they beat, 87-63 was their score against Iona. 88-65 against Arkansas. A much better team than Iona. They are taking people to church, all right? To the synagogue, to the cathedral. They're taking him to class. My gosh. I, if I could now, I would bet on UConn against Gonzaga. That's all I'm saying. UConn to the Final Four. That's my prediction right now, based on what I've seen. So, awkwardly, I thought about delaying this episode until like tomorrow uh, to, to recap it because I was like, we're literally just going to get the first four games and then we'll have to wait till Monday to get the rest of the games and news and, and get some recap on it. But I figured, you know what, we're here. We're going to do it. We'll, we'll just ride that lightning there. So I still have two of my four final four participants in there, except it's the two that I had losing in the final four. So my championship is wrong. It was Duke, Kansas. And I picked Duke like an idiot. And it's watch it be Alabama, Houston and <laughs> Alabama wins. And then I'm an idiot. Still an idiot, so not doing horrible there. I mean, I got uh, I got three of my four Elite Eight from the South and the Midwest, and then I got one of the four on the other side of the bracket. So, I mean, I'll take that, right? That's four of eight. That's 50%. I'll take that for my tournament challenge. Uh, I guess we should probably go look at the, the top point getter, present the colors. My goodness. So where are we at? So she got Alabama and Creighton. Uh, she had Auburn uh, instead of, well, we haven't seen that game. She had Auburn, though, which they got eliminated already. And Texas, which is still possible. She got K-State and UConn, but didn't get Gonzaga or FAU. So, yeah, and then Auburn was her national champion. So three of her final four picks are still alive and a couple of those we'll see tonight um well actually that one doesn't matter so we'll see we'll see how that goes all right let's jump over to our redemption brackets should be better news right right for some not for others shout out to aaron who <laughs> he, he now has changed his bracket name it originally was pit hogs by 90 and now it's just pain because <laughs> this man went over Ofer, he had UCLA, which I had UCLA. He had Arkansas over UConn, of course, because Hawks by 90. 
And then he had Tennessee and MSU. So he went 0 for 4. He had Tennessee and Arkansas make it to the final four out of that side of the bracket. Yikes. And it's funny, we were talking a couple days ago or whenever we were talking about this, and he said, he said, you know, would it be, is there something, do you get something for getting every pick exactly wrong? And I was like, you know, there should be a prize for that. There should be to, to go and go in and go, I'm gonna go upside down bracket. I want to have every pick wrong. Now, obviously, that would only last for one round if you're successful, if you get all the picks wrong, because then none of your teams would have made it to the next round. So that would have to be a round by round challenge. But I would totally be down to implement that in some way, shape, or form. If you're listening, ESPN, do the upside down bracket where people pick the losers. Just flip things up on their head. Just a little bit. And it would, like I said, has to be round by round because it's not, if you're doing this right, it's not your teams. And I said, honestly, though, you know, it's probably, you can probably pick a lot of them. But once again, you can't predict these upsets. When people say trying to predict upsets, it's just a guessing game. It's pin the tail on the donkey. Because there's no predicting. There's very few. You, people, oh, I knew they were going to. No, you didn't. You, that was, you guessed right. That's what you did. Because that's the thing that throws all this stuff off are the upsets, the Cinderella's. No one ever sees them coming. And that's what makes them so special. It's like if we could all predict them, they wouldn't necessarily be upsets then, would they? It's like, oh, this number nine is going to take down this number two or whatever it is, right? And it's like, no, no, it's not. No, you shouldn't be able to predict that. I mean, the only ones that you can really kind of predict are the eight nines or, you know, those those seven tens, those ones that were, where it's really close, where it's like, ah, you know, if a few games went differently during the season, you got your seeds would have been flipped or something like that. Or if you'd have been in, if your things had played out slightly differently in your conference tournament or, or, or just your conference as a whole, it might've been different. But yeah, so we have, we currently have pain bracket that is, has zero points and is tied for bottom of the barrel with Connor, Connor, I don't know what happened, bro. You, you signed up, you joined, and then you made zero picks. Zero. Are you just trolling us at this point saying, yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking this nonsense. I'm not getting caught up in this. But I don't know what's worse, that or the fact that Aaron's bracket, someone who went and made picks, is also at zero points. And then, and then sadly, we have the other Woo Pig bracket down at the bottom uh, that had obviously had Arkansas. So nothing we can do about that. Got Gonzaga right, but then picked MSU and Tennessee. So hopefully they'll have better luck on the top end of the bracket. I mean, I think this top side of the bracket is a little bit easier. Because, I mean, really, Bama, you pick, you pick Bama, that's a pretty good-looking pick. The Creighton-Princeton one, I don't know about that one. That one's up in the air to me. The Houston-Miami should be Houston, but that one's a little scary too. But picking Houston is Picking good. Xavier, Texas one, up in the air. Good luck on that one. I picked Texas. So, I mean, you should at least have two, I'll, I'll say two surefire, and then one that's more surefire in Creighton over Princeton, but I'm not putting anything past Princeton now after the performance they've put on. So, in the redemption bracket, though, we got all cats, no breaks, which, according to my source, the creator of this bracket, I texted him yesterday during the K-State, that wild game with the monster that is Noel, my new favorite dude of the tournament. And he said, I, I told him, you know, oh, you know, I'm picking this brackets and some people are actually picking K-State now. And he's like, 
He goes, I did it before it was cool. And then, but even better, he says, I, he goes, I just submitted the, the same bracket just in three different places. So kudos to him for knowing what he believes, going with what he believes and sticking to it. That's his story. And he's sticking to it. All cats, no breaks. Top of the bracket right now. He got every single pick right yesterday. He got FAU. He got K-State. He got UConn. He got Gonzaga. And he's feeling it. Now, he picked Gonzaga over UConn, which at this point, I'm terrified of UConn. I don't know what they have going, what's in their Gatorade, but I'm going with UConn. I also, I've hit this point where the novelty of Drew Timmy is worn off. And he's kind of like that guy who keeps, who's graduated, but keeps showing up to all the high school games in his letterman jacket and like trying to hang out with all the high school kids. It's like, dude, you need to move on. Aren't you like 30? That's where I feel on him. And maybe I'm just being a hater to Gonzaga. I'm willing to accept that, but I'm just over it. I'm over it. Give me UConn. And as much as I would love to say, go FAU, it's go cats all day. Emaw, son, every man, a wildcat. And we'll see how his picks go tonight. He's got Houston, Texas, Bama, and Princeton, the upset. He's riding that Princeton train. We'll see how it unfolds tonight. I'm super, super excited to see how this goes. I can't. Okay. So he picked Gonzaga to lose to KSU in the championship. I think. I don't know. How does it? Why won't it show me? Because it's TBD. It just shows me you picked KSU. That's stupid. But he is at 100% right now. I'm hot on his heels, though. Hot on his heels at a cool, well, me, uh, Callie the, with the redo and Rachel's resurrection, hot on his heels with 80. We all hit uh, 78.1%. So, but Callie doesn't, has less max points than we do. So we'll see how this unfolds. Then we got Woo Pig, uh, C Babcock, and Payne bringing up the rear. Sad to see, but I, I'm confident you guys will score some points tonight because of the picks i think that bottom half of the bracket was a little bit harder to pick but it's still gonna be wild i'm loving it this is this is what i'm here for i love this time all these games are close they're all good uh well except that yukon arkansas game real beat down yukon out here making waves making noise so i want to know your thoughts though even if you're not in our bracket challenge maybe go 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 check out send in your picks say hey who we got here what's going on hmm? how are we feeling and I'm happy to say that three, three people in, in our group of six picked K-State Wildcats to be champs. So I, is this their year? I don't know. They're going to have to pop, pop. They're probably going to have to get past Bama, who is, that's going to be tough to beat. Tall order. But we'll see, we'll see how San Diego State handles them. They're physical. They're big. They're slowing people down. We'll see if they maybe have some of that UConn magic to come in and make some waves. To bring them through the ringer. And then shoot. Princeton or Creighton. I mean, that's not an easy to get through either. So, I don't know. This is making for a great tournament. I love the NCAA tournament. It's so much fun. So sorry if you're not in this and you're like, you're just talking about the sports and basketball and stuff. Well, you should have joined the bracket challenge. Even if you're not super into sports, you go, you fill this out, take 10 minutes. Now it's fun to track it and see what's going on. You don't even have to go and watch the games. You just be like, oh my gosh, I picked this way. I picked that way. Cause, and it's fun. It's something to do. So don't be a hater. I'm not saying that new people are, but. I'm just saying, don't be one if you're thinking about it. But 
Yeah, this is cool. Once again, real good shout out to Tournament Challenge Second Chance. Shout out to ESPN for doing something right. Even though so many times I see these stories that I'm just like, what the heck? Speaking of, have you seen that video that's going around where it's a guy driving down a dirt road and then there's like a pig, like a hog, like a wild hog, and it like it's maybe 30 or 40 yards off and it starts sprinting at the truck? I mean, and and just smokes the truck head on. And and so the joke is, you know, this hog had a suicide wish. I think this hog was like, hey, get off my lawn, bud, and went to take on a truck and lost. But when uh, Arkansas was getting thrashed last night, ouch, pig, uh, I got sent that. And he was like, he's like, this, this, this is what we're experiencing right now. And I just, even though you got to go watch it and... You've got to check this out. I don't even know what to search. I think I can find it in my messages. I'll share it to my story if I haven't already. But it is it is so incredible. I'm gonna see if I can get that. Just to, you can get the boom and the and his no, the noise he makes. Coming right to me. Oh God! He <laughs> says some. He's like some guns coming right to me, and it just goes. Oh, God. That's the part that kills me. Just, oh, God. Because, I mean, that's what I would say. Dude's just driving in his truck, and this thing just barrels head first into him. He, this pig went head first, eyes closed, can't lose. And he lost. Well, I'm assuming he lost. Who knows what kind of damage he's done. Oh, you got to go see it for yourself. You just have to. Okay, real quick, we'll end on this random news note. It's a non-news news story. I love these. These are my favorite. Heard this on, uh, you know, good old National Propaganda Radio this morning, their little morning news show. You know them, you love them. And they said, you know, there's some research coming out from the the CDDDDC. Talk that's looking into why Americans younger... Americans are dying younger uh, of, of certain things. So Americans under 50 die. We have a higher mortality rate than other countries. And they look at that. And what they're finding is, well, real quick, before you do any research, I'll tell you why that is. Uh, we take risks. We, we do more vices. We move less. And we eat horribly. That's a recipe right there to have a higher mortality. It's plain and simple. I mean, like, it doesn't get more straightforward than that. And surprise, surprise, that's essentially what they found. Now, it throws me off when they're like, like they're talking about this. And of course, there's many variables, you know, they own guns at a higher rate. It's like, I wonder what the likelihood when you own a gun, the likelihood of you dying from a gun, how that goes up and correlates. And there might be a correlation, and I'm willing to see that. But to me, that's a random little thing it's like yeah we're gun happy culture and there's maybe there's more shootings but i think that plays into mostly uh gang violence and mental health issues talking about we don't we don't build good communities here right and that's one thing i notice a lot of times that when you look at other places other countries other cultures they they're a lot more active look we sit around we drive in our cars a lot we don't we don't we're not walking around and we're not we're not doing as much we have active pockets and places but by and large we like to drink, we like to smoke, we like to dabble into some drugs, 
We don't like to to move our bodies and we like to gorge ourselves on anything and everything that is hyper sweet and processed. I'm guilty as charged on all of those. Now I do my darndest to let's hit the gym every day. Let's eat as healthy as we can. Let's let's be disciplined in that. So to build that long term freedom. And it's funny, my wife was actually talking to someone yesterday and she talked about the fact that, you know, I I work at a gym and she was like, Oh my gosh, you know, you guys are just a power fitness couple. And <laughs> She was like, no, she goes, you know, it's funny. She goes, I don't feel like we're like super into fitness. She goes, I'm just, I'm running this marathon. You work at a gym and we, we like to try and prioritize our, our health and fitness. And so we, we are very active and we're already active regardless of that. And she goes, and so, but it really brought into perspective how she's like so many people, like you just go up to your average person and it's like, oh man, you're like fitness people. And she's like, so compared to them, we are, but then when you are in the fitness world, it's like, no, we're not fitness. We're not fitness freaks at all. <laughs> we're, we're casual. And, and it's just funny and sad at the same time because it, it just it points to the simple fact that most people, sadly, aren't really doing anything fitness related. And it's just like we live in a weird time where for most of history, we didn't have to like go and work out because life was physical, was, was brutal. You know, you're building houses, you're, you're doing stuff by hand, you're chopping down trees with an ax, that sort of thing. And so life was physically demanding enough, but we live in a time now where it doesn't have to be, we can get away with it not being. And so we have to artificially build that in via exercise. And so it's weird. It's something that like we've never done. That's only been around maybe the last hundred years. Which is weird to think about how new this is, but it's important. And so it was just one of those funny things. So it's like, no, people, you know, some people might look at us and be like, wow, you're so into fitness. And it's like, I feel like I'm just trying to, I just look at my life and say, I want to be, I want to be strong, I want to be healthy, don't want to have to deal with, want to deal with, want to minimize my chances of chronic issues coming up in the future. That's all it is. And that's all it is. So. That's really, that's really all my outlook is. And yeah, maybe I get a little bit into it where it's like, I enjoy certain parts of it, but, and it, but it's just, people look at that and they're like, oh, you're like soup. You're, you're like a gym rat or you're like a gym bro. And it's like, no, I'm not. And I, you know, I wish that was more the standard where it was just more normal that everyone went to the gym, but instead it's more normal that most people pay for the gym and they just don't go to it. They pay to not go to the gym essentially, uh, which is a sad, uh, but funny joke. So. Yeah, just an interesting thought that we ran into, and it cracks me up when they do these news stories, and they're talking about like, oh my gosh, this is these these findings. You know, we we have this confirmed, and it's like, look, it may not have been scientifically, empirically confirmed, but I could have told you what the issue was. That's the issue, right? And we've we've lost all sense of direction and virtue, and everyone's freaking out all the time, and we're we're staying in our homes, staying on our phones, and that's why we're so covered in anxiety and we don't really know how to socialize and interact. I find myself struggling sometimes when I'm like in a group of people and I sometimes find myself being like annoyed or grumpy or something like that. And I'm like, why? What? No, I love people. What's going on? And then I started thinking about it and I was like, I've spent too much time by myself recently. And that has put me in a place where when I have to then deal with people, I'm getting minorly annoyed. And I was like, huh. And I saw that. And I was like, that's not good. 
that's not good. So something to think about as you go into your Friday, hopefully it didn't make you feel bad in any ways, but just funny thoughts. And you know, it's so, it's so funny how we can be different things to different people. It's like, there's a great AJR song where it's ordinary ish people. He's like, you know, all my hippie friends I've sold out because I got a haircut. He's like, but all my work friends think I'm a hippie because I smoke pot every now and again. And you know, all my smart friends call me special or whatever. All my, all my dumb friends think I'm arrogant or snooty and just, it's funny, right? It's like all my poor friends think I'm super rich and it, it just, it's just you're different things to different people and it's all relative and subjective. And so that's where it's like not getting too caught up in what other people classify you as, but like, I'm not worried if people want to sit there and be like, you're a f- fitness fanatic. And it's like, sure. Why not? Yeah. I, I, I hold it in high regard to make sure I move and move heavy things almost every day and do activity. Sure. And then fitness people look at me and be like, man, like you need to get in and do this. And it's like, no, I don't. I longevity, health, be movement, being able to move, being able to function. That's, that's my number one priority. Yeah. I want to be strong. Sure. I want to look strong. I want to look good. Right. I don't want to have, I don't want to be fat, but at the same time, I'm not overly vain about it. I'm just trying to live a good, healthy life. That's all I'm out here working for. But it's, you know, don't let, don't let people, what, pe- what people's nonsense, what they want to say about you, um, drive you too much, right? And be like, oh, I am this way. And so either you don't like it or you like it. And so you're like, yeah, I'm this way. And it's like, don't get so caught up in that. Find your identity, not in that, solely in that. So that'll do it for this episode of the Rambling Viking, though brackets are still holding together. These, these second chance brackets are, are proven to hold together fairly well, but we still have another round of games tonight. So we'll see. We'll see really how they end up holding up, but who, who knows? Who knows at this point? Uh, it's, we, all these games could be upsets and it's just like, what in the world is going on? So I'm, I'm happy if I get two of the four games tonight, but I'm hoping to get at least three of the four, if not all four. Um, I'm a little nervous that Seth might be onto something. He might get, he might go eight for eight in the sweet 16 games. And that man, that means he might be onto something. He hits a hundred percent. If he hits a perfect bra- bracket on this second chance stuff, I will be shock and all pure shock and all I'll figure I'll, I'll do something. I'll highlight him somehow, but yeah, I hope you guys have had a great week. If not, hopefully you can have a great weekend. You can turn it around Go laugh at something or someone, um, namely yourself, really. If you, the more you can laugh at yourself, then the less things will bother you. That's one thing that I've learned is like, if I can laugh at myself first, it doesn't bother me, whatever you're trying to say. It's like, you're right, that, and that's pretty funny. And then, boom, we're all laughing. And, and if you were trying to hurt me, you're not laughing because you're like, wait, I wanted to hurt you, and it didn't work. So yeah, I, uh, let me know what you think. Let me know how your bracket's doing. If you didn't fill out a bracket, why? But still give me your predictions for tonight. Um, what you got going this weekend? I'd love to hear about it. And if you want to come on, be second chair. Or if you got a blessings from tragedy story you want to tell, be willing to tell, please let me know. We'll get you on the show. We'll get you... Uh, sitting down here, running second chair, having a good conversation, whatever it may be. Make sure to follow this show and Blessings from Tragedy on social media. Share the show around. Let's grow the Hanyak horde. And go have a great weekend, all right? Let's build some better community together. Reasonable people standing up for what we believe in. Uh, That's not the show motto. I say something different every time. But we'll just see how it goes, right? We'll just keep, keep riding that lightning of life. Keep doing our best every single day. 
and taking, taking what we can and making the best of it. So that'll do it for me, though. Thank you so much for listening, being a part of the Hanyak Horde. This has been another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast, and this is your head Hanyak, signing off.